just let people know that like, you know, I just turned 54 and this is my second act, you know, and it's mm. never, never too late to start something. My perspective on life was you ram it into something until it doesn't, you know, doesn't go anymore. You have to hit the wall, you know, you have to do those things and then it comes back. And I think that's kind of like my life. It's like, I, even if I hit something, I got to come back and I got to do it again. And so, and I want other people to realize that too. Even if you hit a wall, you got to come back and try it again because something's going to happen. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Unfortunately, Christine's not with me today, but that's all right. I've got the next best thing. <laughs> and her name is Kim Pachinski. Kim is the host of the One Non-Blonde podcast. He's based out of Tampa or Tampa area, somewhere in Tampa. And Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you for lowering your standards to hang out with me. Oh, no. Thank you for letting <laughs> me come on the show. I'm excited. I feel like I'm a celebrity. Well, you, you, you kind of are in my book. Let's just, let's have a little bit of, what do they call it? Icebreaker. Let's kind of break the ice here. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, what's the best concert that you've ever been to? Okay. Let me think about that for a second. Take your time. Okay, I'll tell you what the best concert was because this is a this kind of goes with my lifestyle. Julian Lennon. All righty, I was not expecting that answer. Yeah, and I will tell you why because my mom and dad didn't believe in letting us go to concerts. So when I got okay. married, that was the first <laughs> you concert let, you, you let your I hair got down. To go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't that boring? I don't but, think. So. <laughs> but no, so but no, actually, the best performer I've ever seen was is. Oh my gosh, it's just went out of my head. Isn't that awful? Redhead. Um, Redhead. Uh, oh, the, so oh God, what is his name? Isn't that horrible? Someone Ed Sheeran. Red hair. Ed, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Oh, well, Ed Sheeran. I'm yeah, like, how could I not think of his name? Ed Sheeran. That if you have the opportunity to go see an Ed Sheeran show, go see an Ed Sheeran show. He is amazing live. Yes, and he is a fantastic songwriter. I love his music. So that's oh, a, these are excellent live shows, Kim. I am proud of your. <laughs> Julian Lennon was really not that excellent. But. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, considering your background and not being allowed to go to concerts, I think you know you, did, know. What, you did what you could. I was a sheltered child. What can I say? <laughs> okay, my next question is a finish this sentence. I'm going to give you the beginning of a sentence. You finish it, and the sentence is: the most times I cook spaghetti in one week is <laughs> pretty much every day. Sometimes <laughs> seven is that seven? Is seven. that probably <laughs> six? I go you cook six, spaghetti like, seven right? times in one week. I could easily. I was raised Italian, so we ate it. We ate spaghetti. It's like pasta and bread is like, it's like, Mm. you know, you know how Jesus says, I'm the bread of life? Well, we kind of take that literally. Pasta is (laughs) is the bread of Italians. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, take that literally. We just like eat bread and pasta all the time. I I love spaghetti. Uh, Having it seven days, I I could probably do it. It might not be my first choice, but I do love spaghetti. So, yeah. Oh, I ate a lot. Is your spaghetti amazing? Is it like really, really good? I think so. You know what? My best thing I do is I do meatballs or like my, I'm on the meatballs and so lasagna. So everybody knows you for your meatballs, right? Kim? Yeah, that and lasagna. And lasagna. So mm-hmm. if you're saying I'm making meatballs or lasagna, people are like, can you invite me? Can you mm-hmm. yes. save some? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice to know. All right. Well, I hope that I have the, you know, the invitation at some point to try one of these meatballs down the road. You definitely there. need to come. I mean, it's not that far of a drive. Well, my wife's brother... And his family live in the Tampa area. They live in Wesley Chapel. I don't know how far that is from you, but it's um, about forty-five minutes. Yeah, close with enough. traffic. Close with, enough with for a meatball. Yeah, they're, well, yeah. traffic has been not as brutal with the pandemic. So, but I don't think we're going up there right now. But that's okay, Kim. 
goals. That's what yeah. I'll, that's what I'll well, tell myself. Know, so talking about pandemic. So like, yeah. like last month, it's like the traffic hasn't been that bad. Well, we kind of did this little, we're on what, May, where are we on? May 8th, May 7th, I don't know what day we're on. Anyways, traffic is starting to like lighten. You're getting a little heavier because people are like, oh, I'm not, I don't have to stay at home right now. This afternoon coming home from work, I had witnessed four accidents. I haven't seen oh four accidents in a month. Yeah. And four accidents in a stretch of a 20 minute drive. <laughs> people forgot how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> that is sad. Oh, well, I hope they're okay. One thing that I learned about you that I thought was interesting is, and maybe I misheard this, but you're a mother of, is that five children? Is that right? Yes. yes five yes, children? Yes. And, and they're all grown? Yes. My youngest is 23 and my oldest is 31. Does that make you an empty nester? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, sort of. But, yeah, you know, okay. I, I'm there. Like, they come over for dinner a lot. The ones that are close come Rightfully over for dinner. Rightfully so. If you're having lasagna, yeah. they, they yeah. know where to go. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but no, it's interesting because I think that's why I started this podcast too, because I don't have them home as much. My youngest daughter just left to go to in fact she's down by you. She's in Fort Myers. Okay. Because she's at Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. She started this semester and then what? She's not even a month in, month and a half in and pandemic happens. Oh my. So yeah. she's kinda like and she's a farm she's going to school for pre pharmacy. Yeah. And so she's a pharmacy tech at Walgreens and a couple of weeks ago, she calls me and she's like, I got a fever. I got the chills. I'm like, I'm oh, like, no. oh my gosh, I got to get to my daughter. This sounds weird to say, thank God she had the flu. Yeah. She had like a really mild case of the flu because she had the flu shot. So it was sure. a really mild case, but she did get a little bit of the flu from this. But so yeah, what was I talking? Oh yeah, an empty nest. So I started this podcast and the other day I was telling you about, I had those three back to back to back days where I did the three podcasts in a row. And my all my kids that are home in this area happened to come over that night. And then my <laughs> daughter, who lives in New Hampshire, happened to make a phone call. So they're on, they're all having this conference call and they're having fun. And I and I'm like, I come out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And and my younger son, he grabs me by the cheeks. <laughs> He's so cute. He goes, Mom, you do you. He goes, yeah, This you is your you. time. <laughs> <laughs> this is your time. That's very gracious. I was and, like, and you are doing you. You're you're podcasting. So yeah. that, that's cool. And they're so proud of me. I mean, that's what was so cool. Cause I'm thinking, you know, as a mom, I was starting to go that guilt route, like, oh my gosh, I should have been there. And they're mm-hmm. like, No, mom, we are very proud of you for doing something that's that you want to do. So they're excited for me. And rightfully so. But I want to mention this because I think it's important. Yes, you are a new podcaster, but this isn't your first rodeo. Like you've done radio and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm curious because that's not like your day job. So how did you get into broadcasting in the midst of, of having something completely different that you do during the daytime? I actually, I took a year off when my mom passed away. I took a year off mm-hmm. to just take care of her. And just somebody that an acquaintance starting up, he did some radio, you know, local radio, and he was looking for people to help with selling ads for his, this digital radio station. So I kind of like, okay, I can kind of do that because I'm a people person and I actually background in sales back and forth all through my life. It's always kind of like been my side thing. I can always do that to sell things. And so I said, well, I'll just go ahead and give it a try. And so when I got there, I always wanted to do something with this. Like I love entertainment. I love all that stuff, but I just like wasn't my thing because I wasn't going to be good at it. Mm. And so I started selling stuff for them. And occasionally when a co-host would not, you know, bail on them. 
And I'm like, can I sit in? <laughs> and I stay like, yeah, sure. And it's got to the point where it's like, when I got in there, I was like, boom, I just took over. Not like, oh, I took over the show. But I mean, <laughs> I, I felt good. It was like I was alive. And the one producer, he's like, why don't you have your own show? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know why I don't have my own show. But I just would be their fill-in all the time. So I was kind of like their, like a substitute teacher. <laughs> what were some exciting opportunities that came from you being involved with that? Well, one of the things is that I, the person I, who's my, my publicist, our, our mutual friend, Steve, mm-hmm. through him, through those people, I kind of inadvertently met Steve and which has opened many doors. My first big thing too, is that I felt like doing the internet radio gave me opportunities to realize that I can do something that's not my comfort zone. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah, it does. So it, I always wanted to do this and I was like, felt like, well, you're not pretty enough. You're not. Th-. In fact, that's actually one of the reasons because it was digital. It was internet radio. So it was a uh, video. Mm. And so there was a, one of the shows that they were producing was a, a beautiful day. And everybody that they had on the show were like these really pretty girls type of ladies, you know, type of thing. And actually, I ended up being the co-host most of the time, but only as a substitute. And both of the other two hosts were like kind of, they didn't really run the show. I would end up running the show. But whenever I would say I wanted to be on the show, well, you're better at sales. You're better, you know, you don't look the part. I knew exactly what they were saying. I wasn't pretty. Right, right, right. Got it. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I guess, you know. So. Well, the good news from that is it didn't stop you from ultimately having your own show because now you do. I know. I know. And that's, that's the cool part, you know, because I want people to realize that, you know, I've always been like a short Italian girl. So I'm just, you know, I'm rounded, you know, so I'm not as pretty as, you know, the typical what people would want to say is, you know, what beauty is. But, you know, I don't allow that to define me. Does that make sense? Yeah, nor should you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people try to put you in a bubble of like, well, you know, you're not, you look smart. You're smart. Well, I am smart. I mean, I have a high IQ. Not like I'm bragging, but I, yeah, I am smart. But that doesn't mean that I can't be other than just the smart girl in the corner coming up with the answers. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can, there's no reason why you can't have your own platform and have your own thing that you enjoy doing. And that's what you've done. Yeah. And my goals, I mean, I started this podcasting and I, one day I'm going to have my own TV show. I know it. I just know it as I, I want to do that, you know? So I always joke, I may be 90 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a need for TV shows with 90, 90 years. I'm rooting for you, Kim. Just like you're saying, you, you do you, Kim. I do. Um, I, I, the more you get to know me, Jerry, you'll be like, why do we want to do you? <laughs> <laughs> a little less you, Kim. A little less. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. No, no, really. I, I love life. I mean, mm. you know, like I'm not saying my life hasn't been easy on a lot of things, but you know, I try to just find the best of everything. You know, I don't mind laughing at myself. You know, some people are like, oh, I wouldn't say that. I'm like, yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you want to laugh at yourself? Because if you don't laugh at yourself, then who else are you going to, you know, it's like, if you don't, you're kind of like not seeing that we're not perfect because right. none of us are perfect. Yep. Well said. So now that you're doing the show, you're kind of 
getting some momentum and you're, you're still connecting with people and things and so far so good. What are your thoughts? I mean, you're, you're still kind of in the early stages, but. I love it. I do. I enjoy getting to know more people and talking with them. And I just feel like this is natural. I've always been a person, my mom, God rest her soul. She used to always say to me, there's not a person that you don't know. Like I have no problem just talking to anybody about anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to take that now and kind of put it out there to the to a podcast form. And, you know, I've been very lucky because I've, I've made people I've been interviewing. I've been, I interviewed some old Hollywood stars, obviously, and I've done a lot of podcasters. I've talked to a few of them. But the main thing is I want the conversation to come. I don't want it to just be, you know, the same, you know, asking like I had Larry Hankin on a couple of weeks ago. I thought I just dropped that, that episode. And, you know, I was told, oh, he's in Breaking Bad, he's in this. I, I mean, I know everything he's in. We didn't even really talk about any of that stuff because he ended up wanting to talk about the evolution of men and, you know, how, you know, dinosaurs. And I, I mean, it was just like, he's like a total hippie. And it was like the coolest interview. And he's actually coming back on. He wants to be like a regular on my show. Oh, nice. Because he wants to just build a rant. And he's like, no one ever asked me to just talk about what I wanted to talk about. And so... We just talked about, you know, we just, we're just like if we're hanging out, having a cup of coffee, you know, talking, then someone could like eavesdrop in on the conversation and just hear what we're saying. See, that is why I think podcasting is wonderful is there is no script. You don't have to say, okay, you were in these TV shows, so we got to talk about that. You could just say, no, hey, tell me about you. What's going on with you? And, and he appreciated that. So I love that about podcasting. And I love that you've already picked up on that so early on. I think you're going to do even greater than you're already doing pretty cool with your initial kickoff here. But I think great things are in store for you, Kim. I believe that. Um, what are some things that you've learned, if anything, from your day job? Tell us what that is. And is any of that applicable into what you're doing with the podcast? Uh, yeah. So for the last 20 years or so, I've been working for the Catholic Church. As a, I've done different things. I, my main thing is youth ministry, but I've mm-hmm. also done faith formation. So basically, I work with people from birth to death. I do baptisms and I do funerals. I help people plan their, you know, their their loved ones' funerals, and and I help with weddings, and I, you know, I, I help teach things, and I'm there for people, and I listen, you know, and I have opportunities to talk to them and to hear their stories. And so that I think is a big thing what I'm doing with my podcast because everybody has a story and, you know, and everything matters. And it's like, sometimes it's the most interesting things when you're talking to somebody, especially somebody who just lost their husband or their wife or their parent. And you're like, well, tell me about them. And they'll just like, you know, they'll first start off with things like, oh, they were stubborn or, oh, they were determined or, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that about them. I'm like, no, you know, that's who they were, you know? And then all of a sudden they'll just start talking about like, they'll start sharing stories and I'll just sit there. And as they're talking to me, I'm just write a word, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll take them on another place in that journey. And I think that's what I do with my podcast too. Like when I'm talking to somebody, I'll hear a word and I'll say, oh, I got to ask them this, or I have to say this because it kind of makes it more organic and then they're able to be open about what's going on. And so I think, you know, it gives me a little more empathy and, you know, an opportunity to be a listener, you know, because I think as a podcaster, we have to be active listeners because we can easily, I'm a talker. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can talk all day, but if I don't listen, what's the point? Absolutely. Well, and and so your responsibilities during the day have put you in a good position to, to be able to do that through the podcast as well. Yeah, I love it. I do. Well, Kim, I could talk to you longer, but I want to respect your time. So 
probably have a spaghetti or a lasagna or something that's going to be uh, going on later. That said, uh, there's a couple questions that I always like to wrap up with. There's three. So the first okay. one is, who is doing something that interests you? It can be anybody. Oh my goodness. Who's doing something that interests me? Actually, this I love writers. I love people who write. And so I've actually, there's two people in my that I've recently been able to meet through podcasting that are writing some amazing stuff and it just intrigues me. And it, I love it. It's like Neil Gordon, Neil Perry Gordon, he writes historical novels and they're, they're based on a lot of the Jewish perspective of it. And it makes me think, and I love that. And this other lady, Deidre, she wrote us her own life story and it spans from like the fifties to, you know, recent and of this love story of a man who ended up dying in Vietnam, who was the love of her life. And it's kind of like this really great love story slash, you know, just perspective on life. And, and her and I became really close friends now. And we're looking actually to start thinking about screenwriting this play, you know, screen, you know, make a screenplay out of this because it just touched me so much. And it's her life is just so amazing. So yeah, she's one of the people right now. Awesome. And if people were saying, I need more Kim in my life, how do they connect with you online? How do they check out the podcast? It's One Non Blonde is my Facebook page. And I'm on Podbean, The One Non Blonde. I don't know why there's a the in front of it podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and the same with Instagram. It's The One Non Blonde 2. For okay, somebody. so we'll make sure we link to that in the Yeah. In the and I'm, I'm all new yet. And I'm trying to, I got to figure out how to get on Apple and all that stuff. But I'm working on that. But, you know. And you can connect with me on regular Facebook. I'm Kim Clay Pachinski, and it's a really crazy name. But yeah, I'm like an open book, you know, so people can contact me. Good. I hope they do. And then the last question that I always like to ask is, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Well, a a few things. (laughs) First of all, I'd like to let you know, that was my Facebook announcement thing. I let you know that tonight is Italian pot roast. (laughs) All right. Just <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> so that's what I cooked tonight was Italian pot roast. No, I really just let people know that like, you know, I just turned 54 and this is my second act, you know, and it's mm. never, never too late to start something. My mom was blind and my uncle, both of them, they're, they're both passed away. But I was raised in a family that was, you know, for blind, with blind people. And my, I always was in, admired the fact that no matter what, my mom never said we can't try something. I mean, I was sheltered. I'm not going to lie about that part. But we couldn't. She would be like, if the vacuum cleaner broke, and which it would do a lot because I will tell you a real fun story. I know you're going, but my mom, I thought that this is how you vacuum the, uh, the floor. You ran the vacuum cleaner until it hits the wall and then it bounces back. I thought that's what you did. You like You ran into things to bounce back. That was because my mom couldn't see where she was going. So she just ran the vacuum until she ran into something and then pulled it back. But my perspective on life was you ram it into something until it doesn't, you know, doesn't go anymore. You have to hit the wall. You know, you have to do those things. And then it comes back. And I think that's kind of like my life. It's like, I even if I hit something, I got to come back and I got to do it again. And so and I want other people to realize that too. Even if you hit a wall, you got to come back and try it again because something's going to happen. You know, just because something didn't happen the first time, 
doesn't mean that something is not going to happen and that you can go ahead and learn so many things from the first mistakes that you made. And I can tell you numerous times we broke the vacuum cleaner. We all did because we thought it's how we supposed to vacuum. And we would, we would use things like pantyhose, back in the day when people had pantyhose, rubber bands to try to fix it, you know, but that's just it. We took what we had and then we made something better and we made it work. So I'm going to just help your you know, listeners take what you have. And even if you ram it up against the wall and it didn't, it didn't work, take it back, figure out what you have in your, your toolbox, fix it and go again. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, Kim, I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you and I'm grateful to be your new friend. And look forward to sharing this and uh, best wishes to you and the show and the family and pasta and all the good things coming up. (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. (laughs) 